Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another Wedding Tip Wednesday. I am so excited about my guest today. She is Ireland's little tooth fairy, Dr. Brona Keane. Brona is a specialist in cosmetic dentistry and facial aesthetics. She gives you the masterclass on how to make the most of that killer smile coming up to your big day. She also walks us through some secret strategies on how to make your skin pop in more ways than one. I hope you enjoy. So guys, this podcast is brought to you by Clarence and Clarence is actually the number one luxury skincare brand in Europe. They're a French family brand who are dedicated to beauty and they're experts in skincare and makeup. This is a story of a pioneering brand born in Paris in 1954 with a mission to make life more beautiful and pass on a more beautiful planet. Their products are inspired by the science of nature using over 250 natural plant extracts, each sourced with the utmost care for the environment to protect our planet's biodiversity. Guys, I literally use Clarence products all of the time to live beautifully for myself and for my brides. So I'm delighted to have them on board. Clarence have kindly given us a competition prize to give away at the end of all of my podcasts. It's my very favourite double serum and double serum eye. You just have to listen to the end of the episode to find out how to win. So, Brona Keane, you are very welcome to today's Wedding Tip Wednesday podcast. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you because I have like 55 million questions for you. And I, I'm i not really asking for me at all. I'm asking for my brides. Asking for a friend. Absolutely. So, Brona, your company is called Ireland's Tooth Fairy. Yes, yes, I am the Tooth Fairy. You are the Tooth Fairy. So tell me all about your business. Um, so basically, I started out with dentistry, um, or not before that, but sorry, before that, I did not start out in dentistry, yes. which is what I just said to you. Um, you liar. Trying to sound good on the camera. Like. Um, but I started off in maths and economics, actually. When I first went into college, because my brother did it, anything he could do, I could you do better. You wanted to do better, <laughs> of course. And I realized he was way better at maths. So <laughs> I swiftly dropped out. Um, and then the following year, then I went into dentistry just because I wanted to do something where I was talking to people, where I was hands-on. Yes. And like my dad is also a dentist, but okay. he actually told me not to do it. I think he just did that just to like not have influence on me, okay. if that makes sense. But um, now, now that I'm doing it, he loves that I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. And it does like so. He's a dentist, yeah. So yeah. does he kind of work in the same sort of industry as you do? You've probably changed up a little in comparison to what he does. Does he is um he does braces? So he's an orthodontist, so much more specialized in that right. sense. He went on to do the postgrad and stuff. Um, compared to I kind of stayed more just trying to get all the cosmetic stuff under one umbrella, like a one stop shop for yes. like your small makeovers. Um, so I love that. Smile makeover. Ooh, that's very posh. <laughs> very glam. <laughs> um, but it just then, like, I know you mentioned just there before, like a lot of people for any of these things, like when it involves your face or your teeth are very anxious to be coming in. Yes. And I guess the reason that I kind of wanted to do the route of dentistry that I did 
was because then if you're meeting one person, you're not meeting then another person and getting shipped off. I didn't like that idea of like, yeah. oh, you have to get one thing here, one thing here, one thing here. Yes. And it's more bitty yes. compared to your patient will like get to know you and you see them to the end. Right. So that's kind of why I went more down that route. And then you get your wonderful makeover. Oh, I have to, I'm dying to talk all about this now. <laughs> yeah. So I was talking to you just before we came on air about when I was growing up. And like, I'm going to tell everyone this now. I sucked my thumb until I was 12. Until I was 12. <laughs> and I loved it. And there was no way I was ever, ever giving it up. But I think what I did was I pushed my whole front palate out, including obviously my teeth. So when I was in primary school and then when I started secondary school, my teeth were very prominent and I got called all sorts of names and I got terribly bullied and I was yeah. called Bugs Bunny and I was and I used to put my hand up to my mouth the whole time when I was speaking because I wanted to cover my mouth because I didn't want anyone looking at my teeth and now I feckin' love my teeth <laughs> you know like no, I don't love my teeth but you know I don't have an issue with them anymore but I had a massive issue with them back then and I think it was just from sucking my thumb yeah like it's a huge it's a huge thing with the confidence like and like, you know, when, when you're talking or speaking or weddings or interviews and stuff, it's the first thing that people do look at. Yes. So it is going to be the difference of you, I guess, coming into a situation a bit awkward or a lot more confident is going to be the teeth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you have a beautiful smile now. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, I do look after them, you know, yeah. and uh, and again, I was talking about getting Invisalign last year. I had two teeth on the very bottom, just in the middle that were slightly pushed back. No one ever noticed them. But I noticed them if I was smiling in a photograph. They just looked, they looked a different colour to the rest of my teeth because yeah. they were shaded. And I was just like, oh God, this is getting worse. Yeah. And I went to my dentist and he said, oh, that's not bad. And I said, well, I'm not happy. So what can you do? Like, I want something done. And I got Invisalign and I'm thrilled I got Invisalign. Yeah. So I'm kind of happy, happy enough now with what I have done. But like that, if somebody is not happy with their teeth and they're getting married, now not in three months time, girls, okay, <laughs> or boys or mammies or whoever, um, like where should they start and how much time do they need to give? <laughs> That's the number one question you want to be asked today. <laughs> I would love if people came in the day after the engagement. <laughs> of course you would, yeah. <laughs> just because it, it just means I have more time to work with. You have more treatment options. Yes. You know, because you don't want to be coming in your three months before trying to get like a quick fix and a compromise plan to suit the wedding that's not going to last long term because that's a waste of money long term. Like you, yes. if you're going to do it, you want to be doing it right so that it lasts you a longer time. Yes. And with braces on average for people coming in for like tweakments of their teeth, that's um, rather than like teeth that are massively out of line. Sure. That's going to take about a year, mm -hmm. give or take. Um, so you want to give yourself that time to do that because the beauty of the braces is once it's done, it's done. If yes. you wear your, if you wear your retainer. If you wear your retainer. <laughs> oh yeah, I keep forgetting to do dun, that. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> it's uncomfortable. <laughs> and then if you're having a snog in the middle of the night, you know, you don't have your retainer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Martin. It's like taking out a set of fake teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> So um, about a year in advance is kind of really where you want them coming into you. Yeah, just as as I said, like we may not start when you come in, but yes. it's just getting it in order. And because like a lot of the time people come in just super late because they'll have 
they'll have ticked off everything else. They'll have booked the makeup, the hair. They'll be well into their skin journey. If, if they're coming to me at about three months, <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> a lot of people start their skin at about six and then they're starting to see that glow. And then like, because we just love to point out our own faults, then yes. we'll go on to the next thing. Yeah. And it doesn't always come to mind first, but it's worth even just getting the consults at the beginning if you think there's anything that you might not like. Yes. And then you don't have to go ahead with it. Yeah. But at least you know that if if it comes closer to the day, you won't be triggered by it a little bit. Do you exactly. know that kind of way? Yeah. 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 Because, you know, if something is really bothering somebody about their teeth, you probably shouldn't be waiting on your <laughs> wedding day. You should have got it done ages ago. But if you want something kind of urgent done, really go as soon as possible. Yeah. 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 Um, now let's talk about other stuff to do with the teeth, like teeth whitening. <laughs> I have another awful story about that. <laughs> all, uh, the so, all the trauma stories are coming out today. Stories. Yeah, God, Jimmy, sorry. like a therapist. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Years ago, uh, I got my teeth whitened because I was asked, would you like to get your teeth whitened? And it was a free thing. And I thought, yeah, okay. Yeah, fine. And I went and got my teeth whitened. And I will never forget the pain. <laughs> And I came home and it was like, I don't know, an hour, an hour and a half I was in the in the chair. And I think I had to go back then again afterwards to get something else done. I never went back again. And I came home and that evening I could not begin to tell you the amount of pain I was in. Now I have a huge pain threshold, but I was in agony. So the pain was like shooting up my cheeks and going yeah. into my head. And I thought, I'm going to say nothing to nobody here. And I just said to Martin, I'm actually tired. I'm going to go up to bed. And he came up about a half an hour later and I was in floods of tears. No joke. And I'm not actually lying. I was in so much pain. And he was like, why didn't you call me? I was like, because I got my teeth whitened and I don't want to be, you know. So I will never get my teeth whitened like that again. So we were talking about this again before we came on. So it was a laser thing I got done, obviously. And you don't agree with that. Tell me why. Obviously, like, obviously. <laughs> well, because of this. Yeah. <laughs> because of you. Um, no, but um, on a more serious note, no, don't. I never, I don't supply the laser. I don't yeah. do it. I don't recommend it. Right. I'll be recommending people not to get it. And some people so are like, why? I just want a quick fix. So yeah. it's, a, it's a quicker fix in the sense that it's done in that hour and a half. Right. But, um, and some people just are like, I just want it done and I want it done now. Yes. But it's what it does is first of all it dehydrates the teeth because when you're like open with your mouth for an hour yeah um your teeth are getting dehydrated that water taking and getting draining out of your teeth or drying out of your teeth changes the reflection of the light on your teeth so they look whiter anyway right. and that rehydration of your teeth um takes uh takes a week for the hydration to come back and for it to return to your natural color so even if we just sat here for an hour our teeth would look whiter for an a week anyway. Really? So you kept, like, if you kept your mouth open. If we, kept, if we just... Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, so uh, that's one thing. And then, so then a lot of people are like disappointed with the results a week later, do you know? Okay. But then the other thing is then the laser is attracted to the darkest thing in the teeth. Okay. And the darkest thing in the teeth is not actually the stains, which is the science behind it. It's the nerve, which is the blood supply. <gasps> and... <laughs> And it it attracts all that energy and and heat and everything is attracted to that nerve, right. and it causes long term sensitivity. So the sensitivity, more often than not, never leaves the patient. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm not trying to rub <laughs> salt in the wound here. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm disciplining oh. a child or something. <laughs> you are. 
but um, yeah, so like, and then like, you know, whitening like has a bad rep on that pieces, but that's not all the different yes. types of whitening. Like it's like there's the professional at home whitening one, which is the one that I always recommend. Mm-hmm. And it also just means that you're under the supervision of like a dentist. So I know people are getting like their crest whitenings from America and stuff like that. And the, it's not as um, as legalized in America. Yes. But it's just if you have any problems with sensitivity, any any cavities that need to be taken care of, that can be kicked off into root canals. There's lots of problems first by using any at-home stuff like that. Okay. And don't even get me into the whitening toothpaste or maybe I'll just touch on that no, in a please. second. please. I want to know it all. Okay, so we have like 40 minutes. I feel there. like I'm tangenting <laughs> here. <laughs> but we want to recommend what's good. What's, yeah. Don't want to be talking about what's not good. Yeah, so the... The, the professional at-home whitening is about a six-week thing. So definitely give yourself eight weeks for that because it takes one week to get the tray ready. So like if it's the only thing you want to do, give yourself eight weeks. Right. Um, because the six weeks overnight that you're doing it and you'll get reviewed like every two weeks and you'll work sure. up the percentages to avoid sensitivity. Um, and then there's only transient sensitivity with that. Okay. And the trays what take about... That, what does that mean for sorry. people who don't understand that now? Um, transient means that it will come and go. So it, okay. like, it will, it, you might have it for the 22 hours, the 20, the 24 hours, how many hours yes. in a day? <laughs> for 24. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's funny, I have all the teeth knowledge, but general is weak. <laughs> no wonder you gave up, Mads. <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> um, but the 24 hours, um, it can be just a little sensitive, but there's sensitivity gels in it to take away the stuff, to Amazing. take away the sensitivity. So there's lots of ways and your dentist will will advise you and recommend you how to manage that sensitivity. Okay. But once you stop the treatment, it's not going to keep going months, years later. Wow. But it is the reason why I say to just, just to err on the side of caution to stop a week before an event. Okay. Just in case you are having that like one little niggly tooth that's just like causing, you don't want to be thinking about that or like avoiding something on your plate on a big day or, oh, you know, that would be so annoying if there was ice cream so, and you couldn't have it. Oh my God. <laughs> You'd like, be raging. So like, yeah, that whole ice cream thing. Yeah, it's I can't. Gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can have it, but okay. just, yeah. Anyway, um, so I would often get to a bride's house in the morning and she's got kind of... Um, a strips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so the strips are fine, right? Um, like, they, they're just not going to do much because right. there's they're in Ireland, in the EU, it's super regulated. Um, and they there's not enough peroxide in the strips or the toothpastes to whiten teeth. Right. So the toothpastes have little particles in them and it's like putting sandpaper on your teeth and it scrubs the top layer of your teeth off. And the top layer of your teeth is the white layer. So if you keep doing that, you're going to remove the white layer of your teeth over time and get more yellow teeth. I get lost. And that's the tooth, that's the the whitening toothpaste. That's the whitening, (gasps) all all whitening teeth. And I do not care what they say. If they market it a different way, it is that's the bottom line because they can't whiten any other way. So right. if it's changing the color of your teeth and it's an over-the-counter toothpaste, it it in the EU it that's the only way it can be whitening. Right, is with particles, and the strips they don't have the particles in it. So what they're going to do is I kind of call these things all of these over-the-counter products like stain removers. Yes, rather than color changers. Right, do you know. So the only thing that's actually going to change the color of your teeth is your professional at-home whitening okay. or your laser, which I'm not recommending to anyone. No. But um, the like the strips, so they're going to be good. But like another thing that's great before a wedding, a week before the wedding, is get your teeth cleaned. Yeah, go to the hygienist. To, like your teeth are sparkling today. <laughs> that's because I went yesterday. And it's not because you were coming today. <laughs> I'm feeling very honoured. <laughs> 
<laughs> going to the hygienist is really important, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, obviously you want to get your teeth clean, but uh, or looking whiter than they normally do. But it's it's about actually cleaning them properly. Yeah, and they they honestly lift like like two shades just by cleaning them, yes. and like it's so overlooked. And like like the hygiene and stuff, like getting the gums the right color for the day, like the day with comparison of the teeth. Like all of that's just down to your hygiene and that's yes. like, that's getting all the colours right. So like don't overlook the basic foundations of stuff and that's what most things, you know. And brushing but properly. Brushing properly, using your floss or your little brushes, oh, you know. Not everybody's good at this though, sure they're I not. I know, but I was listening to another podcast yesterday and they said that if you want to look after your brain, you have to look after your teeth. Oh, seriously, tell yeah. me more about that. I well, need to know about that. I need to finish the podcast first <laughs> before I start quoting. But it's 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 linked to Alzheimer's and like dementia and all of that. And the because there's bacteria and the mouth can tell so much about the body like really and he was a, a neuroscientist brain expert so that's why he was saying for that yes. but like it's linked to heart problems it's linked like so if people are getting transplants or 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 heart um, surgeries have to get their teeth cleaned by the surgeon like the surgeon will recommend really? first like the mouth is linked to everything and oh people just oh my god you're overlooking my eyes I know seriously and like, you know, I am cosmetic based, but it doesn't, I, I would never overlook the hygiene and the basics because right. it's just too important, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And let's talk about brushing your teeth. So I had this big conversation yesterday with the hygienist and I was like, I know that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, when you're using an electric toothbrush yeah. and it swirls around. Yeah. And let's talk about Love Island for a second. I don't know if you ever look at Love Island, but you see all the Love Islanders on and they're brushing their teeth with these electric toothbrushes yeah. that swirl around anyway. And they're brushing their teeth like they have a manual toothbrush. And I'm going, that's not how you do it with an electric toothbrush. <laughs> Talk to me how you brush your teeth with an electric toothbrush that swirls sh- around anyway. We should anyway. Love Island, we, the two of us. No, I would not be showing my body, but I'll show them how to brush their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, with the electric toothbrush, uh, my favorite one, and this is not sponsored by any means, it's because of the shape of the head. Go on. Is the Oral B one because okay. it's circular. Yeah. And I don't like the oval ones. They don't make sense to me theoretically with yeah. the mechanical cleaning of it. But the circle of the Oral B ones or any other one that you can find a circle head on complements that circle of the gum. Right. Do you know the way that it has a semicircle yeah. gum? And you just pop it up into the gum and you do two seconds on each surface of each tooth. And no, it doesn't take 10 minutes. No. That heads up to two. Just okay. everywhere. <laughs> okay, two seconds. On two each seconds tooth. on each surface of each tooth. Right. So the front, the top and the back. Okay. And you just hold it there for the two seconds and then there will be that pressure sensor and saying where that it's exactly hard. do you hold it? So this is the thing. Right up at the gum. Right up at the gum. Okay. Yeah, and like if you can get like a soft bristle head on those, yes. They won't do gum pushback or anything like yeah. that. They or receding, yeah. receding. That's what you told me yesterday. Your some of your gums have receded. And I was like, oh, what's that mean? And she said, no, this has happened years ago. When you when you actually got a manual toothbrush with an oval head, is what she said as well. She doesn't agree with those either. And she said, you were brushing your teeth like there was no tomorrow. Yeah, and that's yeah. why with if you are sticking with the manual. It's just a circular flick down motion. No one's scrubbing. It's the, go in and scrub your teeth is well and truly gone. Gone. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, but people did it years ago. Yeah. Because and we didn't know. 
Yeah, you didn't know. And so most people still don't know. I mean, who's out there educating? The Love Highland people are still getting it wrong. Do you know, like yeah. our generation is still getting it wrong. Yes. And like I'll show everyone how to brush their teeth first because honestly, 90% of people don't know how to brush their teeth. Yes. Um, but They don't. And and we were talking about this as well. So it's another big factor. So everyone's on social media. But like, and, you, and you'll see the, the, you know, a core few dentists on social media and cosmetic dentistry on social media. But it's not, it's not on there enough. We don't yeah. know enough about it. Why is that? I think like it's still like we're, we're kind of like only into the first generation of people that aren't super terrified of like the dentists and stuff. Yeah. And in America, and I think England's only just changing. Like it's only just ahead of us, if that makes sense, and behind America. But America definitely sees it like getting your hair done or getting your health checked. They're way better at seeing like like medics and stuff. And like they, they see it as just such a, general upkeep thing compared to we are still leaving it until we're in pain and we're getting stories from our parents that have been having teeth pulled out by doors and like (laughs) that doesn't really I don't do that in my practice anymore never done to you (laughs) (laughs) Um, not anymore (laughs) but like it's bad like dentistry's come on so far like the white fillings only came in at the late 90s Gloves. My dad started without gloves. What? Do you know, like, like putting his hand in someone's mouth without a glove. I'd actually I know. not be well. Like, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> wouldn't be well. I wouldn't know anyone do that. But that's mad, isn't it? Do you know? So when you think about the leaps and bounds, so if you're hearing about horror stories from your parents, like gloves didn't exist when your parents started. Yeah. So if there's really no point in taking their dental trauma I hope you're not passing on your whitening trauma to your kids <laughs> Jesus, they're going to hear it now if they listen to this <laughs> just don't get the laser don't get the laser <laughs> but um, there's no there's no point in taking on like you have to have your own experience and if you're a nervous parent don't be passing it on to your kid let yeah. the parent that isn't nervous go with your kid to the dentist and yes. stuff you know so yeah would you get people who are nervous about coming into you because like there, there is that people are nervous going to the dentist aren't they yeah and I think like a, a lot of the reason I get so many is because they see they it's a I'm a familiar face because yes. they would have followed me first on Instagram and then they come in and they feel like they know me a bit better and they've yeah. seen the team and the room and that removes so much of the unknown factors yes. and like like anxiety is the fear of the unknown. Yeah. So you've just removed a whole bunch and now now you're just having the fear of like the actual treatments. Do you yeah. know that kind of way? But you can be you can be told what you what's happening at each step. You just have to tell your dentist, arrive early, get the glass of water. Um you can be asked to be told each step. Otherwise, pop in earphones, listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, but like you don't have to be sitting there terrified listening yes. to the, the drills and stuff. Like there's lots of ways around it, but I think it's about also just communicating with the dentist. Oh, completely. Yeah. Completely. So let's go back to talking about, you know, treatments, you know, that are available if somebody wants to straighten their teeth. What are the treatments available? So your your options are your your Invisaligns or your clear aligners of any sort. Now the Invisalign again, not sponsored, would be the Rolls Royce of that one. Yes. Yeah. Um. And then the and that's under the care of a dentist. Like I know some people are doing their straightening at home by themselves. What? Yeah, they they get the molds and they send them in and then they send the aligners back. Ah, <laughs> here. That's ridiculous. 
Well, first of all, the amount of people that have done that and then come into me and spend the next month, like they've they've got a cheaper version doing it at home themselves. And then they need to come in and spend the, the original money again because it didn't work. So the, first of all, it doesn't work. It doesn't have any retention, like your retainers, because no one's put on any bars. No one's checked for anything in the bone, like right. any secret teeth or God forbid tumors. No one's checked for decay. No one's checked for gum disease. Exactly. So it's just, it's a loose, it's a loose I, way of going down. No, am I really stupid? I've never heard that before. That, that Oh yeah, that was a like, big, that was a big thing as well during, during COVID and stuff. And then I think the main one actually went bust and then people couldn't actually finish their treatments. Oh my God. But there is, there is <gasps> still ones out there and stuff. So like there's a reason that I did five years in dentistry yeah. or like any dentist like <laughs> can't be done at home. God, I'm shocked but to hear that because, I know. you know, if you don't go to the dentist, you don't know what's going on with your teeth. You could have a bad tooth and you wouldn't know it. You I know. know. And often pain is only when it's got too bad. Like, yes. It's not like you don't want to get to pain stages, even with like cavities and stuff, because that's when you're into your root canals. Yeah. You want to be catching things so much more early on. Yeah. And I know people may say, oh, but it's like so much more expensive to go in and get like the um, Invisaligns or whatever. Now, you do have your cheaper options, which are your train track braces um, and they can be metal or ceramic, which is tooth colored. Mm -hmm. But also with braces, most people do payment plans with them. Of course. I did. You know. Listen, I did the Invisalign on my bottom teeth and I did that. I yeah. paid as I went. Yeah, you know, yeah. Be, as opposened to paying whatever it was open, you up know, front. Up yeah, front. Yeah. Um, and I think most dentists do that, don't they? They, the they do. Plans. They definitely do with the braces and stuff. Now with, with the other cosmetic stuff. Yeah. It's, oh, it's that's not fair so enough. much. Yeah. That's fair enough because the other cosmetic stuff is kind of instant where the braces yeah. are going on <laughs> They can run off with their fabulous smile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll pay you next week. <laughs> I'll be a debt collector by the end of it. <laughs> um, and then what whitening treatments? I mean, I know we've talked about not laser, but are there a few different whitening treatments that you would recommend? There, really, it's only the professional at home one, which is yeah. done overnight um, with trays. And then you just get checked in with your dentist. But um, there's different brands of them. But it really, it depends on what your dentist uses. Yeah. Like, um, but no, there's there's not really that okay. many options. For say. I definitely wouldn't be trying lemon juice bicarbonate soda what? you're laughing I get questions about this a lot yeah. <laughs> lemon juice I thought you just put that in your hair to make it go blonde from the sun I'm sure the hairdressers are turning when you're saying that no I don't do that Amy I do not do that um, I know but like and like also sorry you mentioned the strips on the day of the teeth yeah. I just be conscious with again having sensitive teeth on the day like yes. the last thing you want is to be self-conscious about your smile yeah. and being awkward and not sure what you can eat and if there's a bit of wind during your photos yeah. and you're like <gasps> like <laughs> so I go in so I'm just a very honest you might yeah. have got that by now um, no <laughs> <laughs> so if I see the what the, the I'm like if you're gonna strip on your teeth yeah you take it off because you know because yeah. you, you'll be told oh don't photograph me now because I'm gonna leave this until the last minute and then I would say so do you want any photos taken yeah you need to take that off take it off because you're not gonna okay. smile at me yeah. you know <laughs> Smile. Take it off. Like, what difference is it going to make in, in a it's, few hours' it's time? It's really like you've 
Like you're too late then. You're like, way <laughs> too late. You're like a year too late. Three months was too late. Never mind two hours. Like, <laughs> and just to go back to the trays you were talking about, like the trays. So you obviously have to go in and get those fitted to to fit your teeth. Yeah. So they'll be molds of your teeth. Yes. And so they'll be like bespoke trays to match your yes. teeth and stuff. Yeah. And the reason for that, for the trays being so fitted to your teeth, is because you want to minimize the room for saliva to enter so that they're nice and tight to your teeth so yes. that the peroxide isn't being diluted. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So my teeth are jagged, wavy, chipped. Uh, how can they be fixed for a more polished smile? <laughs> a year in advance again? No. So that's like, that's your thing that's done in one appointment. So that's your... Bonding is so trendy oh, at the Jesus. moment. What's bonding? Like, I don't know any of oh, this. You're living under a rock over oh, there. I just got the hygienist every six months and I'm fine. It's just because you're perfect. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, but the bonding is, um, and it's so trendy, but there's a there's a bit of confusion with it. Okay. Because there's there's composite veneer. So bonding is the addition of white filling material to your teeth. Bonding, right. white filling material to your teeth. Okay. okay. And there's composite, and the white filling material is called composite. And the, there's composite veneers which cover the whole front surface of the tooth. And they're more regarded as blueprints to porcelain veneers. So they would be, if you don't like the shape of your teeth, if you don't like marks on your teeth, if there's something like more than just the jagged, wavy edges on your teeth that people talk about. Yeah. Um, but if it's just, if your teeth are straight and you've just got chips or jaggeds or whatever, then you're doing your edge bonding. And that's just adding the the bonding or the composite to the edges of the teeth to give sure. you like a HD smile, right. if that makes sense. Okay. And it just polishes off, makes it like much look much nicer. And there's there's a huge difference, but it's just to the edges of the teeth. And when your teeth are straightened and you do bonding, it's going to last longer. Right. Compared to if you do the bonding and again, the people coming in super late, those three-monthers. Uh-huh. Three-monthers. <laughs> They're like, they're, they're, all you're doing is reducing your treatment options. Right. And basically then they're more likely to go for your composite veneers because they want a quick fix. So your whitening would be your seven weeks. Yes. And then you'd get that bonding done in one day and then you're getting the illusion of white teeth if okay. that, or the illusion of straight teeth. And because you're using more of that white filling material, it's just going to chip more. It's not going to last as long. It's a very we're doing this for the wedding. Right. Do you know that kind of day? So we're short-terming this. You're short-terming it and it's going to need to be replaced in two to three years. It's not like your edge bonding should last your five to seven, which is much longer. Okay. Um, And then, um, so that's why then your your composite veneers are kind of regarded like another, like if it's not for brides or grooms or stuff, Another thing is like, it's people that are like, oh, I don't know if I want the porcelain veneers. Yes. And then it's like a blueprint, if that makes sense. And it gives you a rough idea. But really, once you've put something over the whole front surface of the tooth, you're not really going to ever be able to go back because to remove the composite, the tooth's inevitably going to be touched because you've matched the white. Of course. Do you know? So... Yeah, and to get those, because I mean, you often see, like, I see people who have um, veneers. Yeah. And to get those, do you have to shave off some of your tooth? Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. But I just want to, I want to say this because it's, you could technically do a veneer with no numbing, right? And right. I mean, you're not going to, but that's how little tooth structure should be removed. Okay. And when it's done properly and there's time spent and there's minimal preparation and the practitioner isn't rushing through, it's a very, very minimal prep 
right. on the tooth. So preparation on the tooth. It's not your shark teeth. Like I've had people and their temporary veneers, one of them has fallen off and nobody even noticed that it fell off. Brilliant. Do you know that kind of way? Because so that's what you want. That's Yeah. So like obviously you still need to come in super, s- straight away because if you don't want the nerve like dying off if it doesn't have a protect because you've all you've done is reduce the enamel which is that outer white protective layer but you just don't want that sensitivity to damage the nerve so you do want something back on okay but you like objectively not 90% of people wouldn't even notice that it was like missing if it's done really properly properly. yeah 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 because I'd say there's a lot not done properly yeah and it's not the shark teeth like that's 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 crown preparations which is Someone that's doing a heavier preparation, they want to get through things faster. Right. You know. So, so tell me now, com- mother of the bride or groom and, you know, their child is getting married. Is it too late for them to get braces? No. And like, it's actually so sad because people are always like, oh, I'd love to get this, but I'm too old now. My daughter's <laughs> getting married. And I'm like, there's actually, if I'm to recommend anything, it's it's to straighten your teeth because it's done once. You're never doing it again. It's your own teeth. Yeah. You feel comfortable with them. The teeth suit you because they're yours. Yes, <laughs> you know? of course. Um, but there's no there's no age limit and loads of mothers of brides would be coming into me. Um, and, you know, and grooms. And, uh, <laughs> and dads of brides. <laughs> <laughs> Let's include them all. <laughs> um, but there, it's, there's, no, there's no age limit and it is so disheartening because they'll see their, their daughter or son go and having this perfect smile and they're thinking about being in the photos themselves and then they're conscious of, of being compared to other people's teeth and there's there's no reason to be worrying God, about the pressure it. of weddings. Seriously. <laughs> How do I treat a gummy smile or a smile with unsymmetrical gum line? Like I had a bride recently and um, she had beautiful teeth but when she smiled you saw a lot of her gum. But that's your smile. So don't not smile. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, I don't like that picture because you can see my gums. Well, then don't smile. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But I guess the, the gummy smile for them saying, oh, I don't want to smile is like you with your two little crooked teeth yeah. previously at the bottom. Yes, yes. Um, it is just whatever you're worried about. about yeah. um, so like that might just be their thing. And like they might have the most perfect straight white teeth. Stunning and teeth. Just it's the gum. So like some people just have a larger gum area and it can be because the gums, the teeth are shorter. So yeah. the gums may need to be re-contoured. So like um, taking a bit of the gum back. And I know that sounds scary, but it's, yeah. it's it, it, it is the right thing to do if your teeth are shorter, if that right. makes sense. Okay. Um, but it really depends on the consult and stuff because... Um, the gummy smile can also be because if you have thin lips, if your lip flips up, like you might just need to add a bit more volume to it or you might need to just um, not make them so flat so that they flip in when right. you smile up. Okay. Um, and we're not talking about, again, trout pouts. We're talking like very minimal to still make you look oh, like you. We have to talk all about facial aesthetics <laughs> now. I mean, I'm still on the teeth here, okay? So like, <laughs> let's just hold the horse for a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll relax. I just get very passionate. We are, we are going to move on to facial aesthetics, I swear. Because the amount is that of that that I do see. So I I I I've loads of different opinions on, on it. Um so sorry, wait the last thing for the gummy smile. Like, yeah. Just for people to know their options if they're like, oh, I don't want the gum thing and the thing is and the lip filler is you can get Botox as well, really tiny amount. And it can just, because some people have a more hyperactive muscle that lifts the upper lip. Yes. So it's to relax that muscle. Okay. And like Botox is selective um, 
relaxing of muscles. It's not going to like droop you down. You know, obviously yes. things can go wrong, different of anatomy, but that's why always with Botox, and I know you're getting onto the face of the sex, but it just ties in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. With the gummy smile. <laughs> but um, the, like always try these things, like get your consult for your Botox six months before or for your gummy oh, smile. Yeah. Because you want to be trying it to first of all see if you like it. Yes. And second of, of all to see when it wears off. So stuff with the Botox on your gummy smile, that doesn't last. That lasts yeah. about eight weeks. Yeah. Because you're talking with your lips all the time. And of course. To, and and like exercise to regular Botox, exercise metabolism wears it off faster. So you unless you're gonna talk not talk. For, for four months and, and, and talk about that and then not smile on your brushes and look like an Egypt so definitely like those are all things to, but they'll be discussed with like your dentist or your aesthetician you know okay yeah. um, so before I move on to what we're going to talk about next is there what can you do to have the best smile yeah, so it was really the the cleans that yeah. are like top, top of my list. Then it would be your Clean. whitening. Yes. Then it would be your, now that's actually not in order. If you were going in order, your your um, theoretically treatment wise, it would be braces, then whitening, then your bonding, your veneers. Yes. But in terms of priority list, if you don't have time, it would be your clean, your whitening, your braces. And then your bonding bits. Right. Um, and then like the other thing that people like you're you're trying to look for like a symmetrical smile, checking the proportions of the teeth, um, checking the proportions to the rest of your face. Like people don't realize this, but like everything is like the eye line to the to the smile is like that's how everything's measured out. Um, so that's kind of what you're trying to do. And then the other thing that a lot of people would be quite conscious of for that, that like perfect smile on their wedding day or person's day that they're attending the wedding on yes. <laughs> is, is, is like your silver fillings which now aren't done anymore yes. but if you're like laughing you know they're up the top where you're talking and they're down on the bottom a lot of people would change them out and they'd be quite cosmetic to change out because there's no reason yes. but they like that's just to make your smile like they're all the things to just make your smile look like finished and perfect and perfect yeah Okay, so let's go on and talk about the face now, okay? So before we do, I have to give my opinion, all right, on, um, you know, fillers. Yeah. <laughs> so over the years, uh, I obviously have photographed a lot of people. And by Jesus, have I seen cosmetic surgery, like, go oh. really wrong. And it, it has put the fear of God in me. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to get my lips done. I'm terrified. <laughs> so, you know... Somebody wants to go in and they just want the most perfect complexion on the day. Like, I, I know you're probably going, where is she going with this? Where do they start? Do they go and see you first? Again, minimum six months just for the big minimum. chat and stuff. Like, again, you know, we can reduce it down and stuff like that. But even for something as simple as your skincare routine. Yes. That takes about 12 weeks to actually show effects of the products. Okay. Um, because your skin cell cycle is four weeks. So you're not going to see much difference in even the four weeks. So you want to be at least three months for just skincare. Okay. And even to like always do samples with people first. So to trial and test some things, you know, it's yes. going to take a while. The other thing is your retinols that people talk about. Um, they that should not be getting started within two months of the wedding. Yeah, yeah. it's very unpredictable. Um, dry skin, peeling, all of that. Yeah. Um, and even for brides and everyone else, don't be using that for ten days before because even if you're using it all the time, yes, it 
and you shouldn't be using it all the time but no <laughs> um, so when just, should you be using it just at night time like every second night so it is a slow build up from when you start it it's once a week for the first two weeks twice a week for the following two weeks three times a week for the following two weeks so now we're up at six weeks and then it's every second night right um, but then not for ten days before the wedding in case your skin just happens to be reacting yes. funny um, you don't want to be getting like, oh my God, you'd be raging if you <gasps> put all the effort into your skin yes. and it started peeling. So just stay on the side of caution. I always say to just stop that. Um, but then for that like flawless skin, like a lot of the time it's like you're thinking about the, the well, the skincare and it's kind of like when people are losing weight yes. or whatever for the wedding. There's different components. There's the diet, there's the classes and the gym instructor. Yeah. And, you know, it's not just one one of everything, one size fits all. Um, and also, I just have to say, like, if you come in sooner, you're not going to be doing treatment, treatment, treatment. It's actually just to put a panel on in place because yeah. obviously there's so many expenses between your teeth and your, <laughs> and your photographer. Of course. Um, you kind of have to plan it out and you can't just be like, you, you just tell the person, you be honest and you say, I have this amount. Yes. What can I do with this? This is my budget. <laughs> this, is, this is my budget. Like, we all have them, you know, it's not a bad word. Yeah. Um, and it's but it's just good to still come in that six months earlier even yeah. if you have a tight budget to at least know what the best thing you can do with it you yes. know that kind of way yeah. um, so you'll have your skincare as your diet let's say and then you've got your 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 classes which are your or your exercise routines which would be like your peels and your microneedling and your IPLs and then your PT and stuff would be then getting your injectables so there's different it's not like one's a substitute for the other. They yes. all target different things. Okay. Um, but your your peels and your so your that's your skincare. Then your peels and your IPLs and stuff. That's a couple of treatments. Like right. it's normally like for just rejuvenation, you're looking at about three to five, um, and they're months of one month apart. Right. So that's all of so a sudden really you're about like, five months. You really do need to get in. Like if that ring goes on that finger. You need to go to you like straight away. <laughs> yeah. Forget about everything else. You need to get your teeth and your face sorted. <laughs> but what Pretty much. I have to say, you told me about something. Your skin, I, I actually don't even put the camera near me. Your skin is like <laughs> lawless. And you said, well, I do have a bit of help. So talk to me about this injectable moisturizer. I didn't even know what it was. Tell everyone what it is. I want this now everywhere. I'm on my bum, on my face, <laughs> on my arms. Well, I don't, I don't want to be putting you into debt because of the old budget, but you can actually get it everywhere. What? You can get it in the bum, you can get it, it in the arms. How do you get rid of cellulite? <laughs> <laughs> I have cellulite up and down my body. Tell me about this. This so, I've like, never heard of this either. And it's the so it's Profilo. And it's basically an injectable moisturizer. It's a um, different formulation of hyaluronic acid, which is naturally in your body anyway. So you're okay. going to break it down naturally. Okay. It stimulates the collagen um, to improve texture, tone and hydration. Um, and it basically removes the fine lines and the wrinkles. And it does not change the contour of your face right. at all. Okay. So it just spreads out and creates that hydrating layer underneath your skin rather than changing, getting your pillow face or anything. I mean, you're not getting that yeah. with fillers if you're going to the right person anyway. But Profilo mm -hmm. is really good for people that just want that like good skin day look on the day. Yes. Because that's all it looks like. It just looks like you've had a good skin day. And how long does it last? So then, so it's one and then one a month later 
and then it's every six months. Right. And then like a lot of the time people always ask me like with your Botox or your profiler, like what happens if I don't have the money or I don't want to keep going with it later on? Yes. You just, you don't fall off a cliff or anything. Don't okay. worry. <laughs> You're not going to look like a hag. <laughs> you actually just stop where you left off. Okay. So you won't want to do that. <laughs> it depends if you look like a hag then. <laughs> I'd never say that. Oh my God, I'm so come to you. <laughs> um, but it's um so it's it's just every six months and that's gonna like give you that like glowy skin. Yeah. So do you have that done? <laughs> so I have that one and I do have Botox done. Oh, you know? do you? So okay. your profile is for your lower face and your Botox ordinarily, right? Theoretically. Yes. And your Botox is for your your upper face. Um and it's just because like it's all about like the selective um like even for your Botox, it's selective um, relaxing of muscles. Like you you don't want like that Hollywood or some people do, but like that Hollywood look would be that frozen look. And some people want it, but like I like my eyebrows. So, yeah. you know, um, yeah. but that's why it's all really planning that as well. Okay. Um, because even for something like that, it's ideal to do a trial before if you've never tried it. Right. Um, and you don't want the ideal time, the ideal look of Botox is actually at six to eight weeks. But you want to try before, before before the wedding, six to eight before weeks. the wedding, right? Right. Um, and also it allows for any tweakments, right? But if you are if you are coming in, you want to try. It's ideal to try once before, just so if you happen to be someone that it wears off, that you like the best of ten weeks. Right. Then at least you know to come ten weeks before the wedding. Okay. You know, and it, all the dosage is right for you, and all those kind of things. But the profile and the Botox would be the two best things for not having your creases on your so skin. So I'm talking about me now, never mind the brides, okay? Okay. So <laughs> if I want to go in and I want to get Botox in my head and I yeah. want to get Profilo <laughs> and the rest... muscles. Sorry. Botox in my forehead. <laughs> and if I want to get Profilo and the rest of my face, how much am I talking? You're like you're it the depends on the area. So let's say your two areas on your forehead, it's 320 and then your profile is 380 okay. a session. Yeah. Okay. Um and so the, that's, that's nearly a grand. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, but it's gonna stop you um like having like your makeup gathering in the creases and stuff. Like, you know, and it's gonna give you that shine in the photos and that glow that everyone wants. Like those are the things as well as your skincare and like having like a glycolic exfoliator, like coming up to the wedding and stuff. They're going to be all the things that actually give you that glowy skin. Yes. And like, you know, I'm sure any makeup artist will agree. Your makeup's going to look so much better. Yeah. And you're not going to have to go as heavy if the skins are taken, if the skins, the skin, the skin. only have one. One skin. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to, it's just going to look so much better if you have a proper base. Okay. You know, and I mean, sure, that's like me saying to get your teeth cleaned. It's the base. The it, foundations are absolutely. so important. But before yeah. we do any of that, like your treatments are very important and yeah. cleaning your face and washing your face twice and your moisturizers and all three of that. Times. Three times. Three. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's another five minutes. Like three times. Why? Well, it's once in the morning to get rid of like the oils and stuff. Yeah. And then it's twice in the evening. And twice. Um, yeah. To get removed. Uh, so uh, 
Yeah, so maybe you were referencing twi- two, but yeah. it's once to get rid of like your makeup and even if you don't wear makeup, just the dirt. The dirt the on your pollution. face. <laughs> and then the next is to actually get rid of the, like to to be more targeted. So yes. whether that's your salicylic acid cleaner for your, for your oily skin or whether that's just to have your gentle cleanser to calm your redness down or like whatever that is. That's your more specific one that you would have been using in the morning. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, twice. And I know guy grooms... <laughs> Guys, Talk they just the use um, a cloth that's been wiping their shoe, you know, and they still have perfect skin. Like, <laughs> and like, then us girls are just struggling, but they should. It they really can, annoys me, actually. <laughs> but they actually have their skin ages 10 years behind us. I know. Like, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> like, my husband has better skin than I have. And what, he's what nine years has of, he been doing? Nothing. <laughs> and he works on the telly. And he gets feckin' makeup put on him and he's to get makeup. And I'm like, what? Oh, I get off the stage. Does he have the creases on his makeup? Do you know? Well, <laughs> he's just this gorgeous skin, little shit that he is. But his mom, who was, you know, gorgeous my mom as well, bless her, Chrissy, and she passed away a few years ago. She has had the nicest skin ever, ever, ever. So yeah. it's it's hereditary. So yeah. tell me, I'm getting married in two months. What can I do quick? What can I do now? <laughs> <laughs> so I think if you are for well for your teeth it's your whitening and for you and your clean and stuff and if it's your skin I would really just say to try just get on the skincare wagon don't be introducing any harsh products like your retinols at that point yes um you know get get some peels like they will help any IPLs um the other thing is um um, yeah, your skincare is basically your best friend. And then just to not be doing, like, I can't stress that enough, don't be doing your retinols. The profiler. The profiler. The profiler. Jenny McCarthy's going in to get profiler. <laughs> and I'm going to do, I, I'm actually going to video it. <laughs> I will. And oh, I'll that show would it really be so fun. Oh, we'll absolutely video it. Yeah, and yeah, I'll yeah. show it video it. Like, who do I think I am? Video it. <laughs> I'll record it. And I'll put it on my Instagram and show everybody the results. That's what I'm going to do. Because I, I definitely need <laughs> Definitely need it. Because that's that's eight weeks to okay. get your maximum results okay. with that. So that's ideal. But even if you were only, if even if you're a month out, yes. a month would well, be good. My wedding book, I've written a wedding book. Did you know that? You'll have to come to the launch. It's on the oh 27th of June. Um, and I'll get it done for that. I'll be popping that up in the clinic. So you are, ooh, <laughs> you have to come to the launch. Yeah. So tell me, Brona Keane. We're going to finish now. Okay. If anybody wants to get in touch with you, and I know that they're all walking around the park now going, give us our details. <laughs> How do they get in touch with you? Um, so my website is Um, And otherwise, I'm on Instagram at Dior Brona, B-R-O-N-A-G-H, Keen, K-E-N. Brona, yeah. it has been an absolute pleasure to speak to you. And thank you so much for joining for me today. Me it was great fun. <laughs> What an amazing chat with Brona. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, But now it's competition time, everybody. Would you like to be the lucky winner of a double serum and a double serum eye from Clarence? I bet you would. All you have to do is comment on the post on my Instagram page, Jenny McCarthy 8 and I will announce the winner on Instagram next Wednesday. Chat to you all again next week.